Welcome to Onco Farm. I'm your host, John Bazaar. I am a professor of pharmacy practice here at the supported sponsor of Onco Farm, the Bill Gatton College of Pharmacy at UTSU, East Tennessee State University. It is uh, the do- officially the dog days of summer, the dog days of the pandemic here, uh, August 12, 2021. Uh, been over in clinic uh, early this afternoon and saw a patient that um, I was talking to my student uh, after our encounter that this was just kind of uh, a, a textbook example of how tyrosine kinase inhibitor TKI toxicity can just kind of sneak up on you and it can just kind of sneakily impair quality of life. So this was a patient uh, on cabozantinib and I'm going to be a little bit vague on some of the details here for HIPAA reasons. So uh, this patient had been on cabozantinib for a while and most recently had to, to stop the drug due to toxicity took a two-week holiday, restarted the drugs, had been on that now for a couple weeks, and seemed to have been, uh, seemed to be doing okay, but, you know, cabozantinib has like a three-day half-life, so we're just now, a couple weeks in, starting to get to steady state of the drug, and then maybe a week or two after that until you start to see the full rage, the full rage and range of the side effects of cabozantinib, which is a multi-kinase, never hits lots of kinases, a lot of toxicities. Uh, so broadly speaking, this individual had uh, I would say, and the notes would say probably, tolerating cabozantinib without any major issue, which is accurate. But this patient had a lot of minor issues, and um, patient walked in, looked fine, looked looked great, you know, looked like you would not know this individual had a, a, a cancer, a metastatic cancer that was being treated. Um, but because of, of what I, I do and what I know, my questions are very specific about drug toxicity. So, um, you know, the first thing I, I asked about was, the, you know, the blood pressure while the patient had been there because the VEGF inhibitor can cause blood pressure. Blood pressure was not an issue, especially compared to a prior VEGF inhibitor. This patient had been on, it's much more likely to cause a hypertension as a more potent VEGF inhibitor than cabozantinib. So no hypertension uh, in this in this person. I asked about the diarrhea, which happens in 74% of people uh, with cabozantinib. That was starting to become a little bit of an issue, though not as bad. Uh, as before. This patient had a prior blood clot and was uh, on a, a, a DOAC, so I asked about any bleeding, and there was some blood in the urine, which could be the anticoagulation, could also be a VEGF inhibitor. Um, I asked about symptoms of hypothyroidism, as this patient has hypothyroidism as well, uh, and is on thyroid replacement. That was that was doing okay. I uh, asked about fatigue, a little fatigue. It happens in 56% of people with with cabozantinib. Uh, I asked about food and and the ability to eat and was eating okay. A little bit of nausea, which happens in half of people on cabozantinib, and about taste changes. How does food how does food taste? Twenty four percent of people report to have uh, dysquesia or dyskaisia, which is an alteration in food perception. The way this person uh, explained it is is my, you know my taste buds are just kind of uh, you know not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and food just doesn't. Uh, food is just off, which you hear a lot from cytotoxicemia, but also from, from tyrosine kinase inhibitors. I asked about hands and feet. No problem with hands, uh, but the feet definitely had the, the kind of the classic hand-foot-skin reaction you see with a lot of tyrosine kinase inhibitors with some hard calluses that were very hard. This individual uh, had them padded with those corns uh, that you kind of put to, to provide a little donut-shaped thing, provide a little extra padding. Uh, we talked about uh, some ointments uh, and emollients, like utterly smooth, uh, using that, maybe even sleeping in socks to help to help uh, hydrate that stuff so it's not so so painful uh, and sharp. Um, the patient also mentioned 
um, in looking at the at the legs, or this came up, there were some scrapes and stuff there from maybe doing some yard work, and those took longer to heal. That's impaired wound healing from VEGF inhibitors. Uh, I asked about any changes in hair, and this individual had, um, yes, yes, my hair did not look like this before I started treatment. It had uh, it had turned from from brown uh, to gray, and and was was completely gray um, because of. Um, uh, because of cabozantinib. Uh, and then I asked about voice changes. Dysphonia happens in 20%. That's one in five with cabozantinib. And said, yeah, you know, my vocal cords give out on me if, if I talk um, for long. And sometimes randomly I'll just have, I have trouble speaking if I've been, been talking. Um, and, and, and you add all those up and one individually uh, is not that, that problematic. Of course, you know this person had to stop from what I'm saying two weeks ago, or, or for two weeks have a holiday because of, of toxicity, mostly diarrhea uh, and some fatigue. Uh, but even now, a couple weeks into restarting it at the same dose, um, you know, there's just a lot of grade one and grade two toxicity that really adds up. And, and this individual did not have stomatitis, no proteinuria, no major bleeding, you know, no hypertensive crisis. Um, uh, no blood clots while on cabozantinib. There was a blood clot uh, in the past with a prior treatment regimen. Um, so, so yeah, this individual is tolerating without any grade three toxicity, no major toxicity. But there is a lot of minor toxicity here that adds up and is going to impair uh, impair quality of life. Um, and, and the patient said, "Yeah, you know, some of this stuff is, you know, it, it does add up. But I'd rather be doing that than be off treatment and, and having disease progression." So. Um, this, this individual did have a good a good appreciation for uh, for the you know for the benefit and, and risk of this. I just want, thought uh, to be honest with you, I, I didn't know what I was going to talk about today. I was waiting for FDA to to authorize the booster COVID vaccines for immunocompromised folks. I was hoping it was going to come today, so I, I didn't have anything great prepared to be honest. Uh, and saw this patient; it was really a great teaching case uh, of these toxicities. Uh, and unfortunately, you know you can um, you know you can manage. Uh, the diarrhea with, you know, lamotilaparamide, which had worked well for this individual. Nausea wasn't too problematic. There's not much you can do for the dysphonia or the uh, the hair changes or the dys dysquasia um, besides changing diet. We did talk about some things to help with the feet, uh, with, you know, maybe wearing two layers of socks, um, you know, some, some soaks to help, to help keep things clean. Uh, pedicures, things like that can be helpful for the feet. Um... Just, you know, that's that's the take-home message from this pod is these TKI toxicities, uh, they can sneak up on you. Uh, and I think it's it's worth due diligence, um, whether you're a nurse, a physician, uh, or in my opinion, especially a pharmacist, to, to be pretty specific exploring these toxicities because patients won't always mention some of these things because they are minor and, that, you know, just because... You know, you, you get these these calluses and hand foot skin reaction with cabozantinib doesn't mean we can't do some things to help maintain your quality of life. So you can go out for you know you can go walk the dog and enjoy the morning. Uh, all right, so that's what I have uh, for this week. Next week, hopefully, we'll be talking about uh, booster shots for our uh, immunocompromised patients uh, with cancer and and on treatment, um, at least here in the states. It already happened in Israel, from what I read. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at. Uh, Farm Deep and you can follow the podcast on both Twitter and Instagram at OncoFarmPod. Until I talk to you again, remember, doses matter.